Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You don't, you don't ever stop talking. <laughs> I'm at a table with Dan Fates. I know, but during the game, you're like, oh, John, did you see that? They can't be doing that. I'm like, I, I know. I love it when <laughs> Sir, did. I'm watching a tremendous <laughs> game going on in front and of me. And then you're like, you're at Wendy's, sir. So... <laughs> the buffalo plus podcast brought to you by connors and ferris all right welcome to the buffalo plus podcast presented by connors and ferris mike catalana dan fates i am jenna cottrell we are talking this bills cowboys matchup in orchard park on sunday the cowboys 10 and 3 entering this game the bills now 7 and 6 please be sure to like comment and subscribe to the podcast we always appreciate it as we are in week 15 which that in itself is unbelievable but we're talking about it mike where is this team at now heading into this game against the cowboys on sunday they're relevant is what they are that mm -hmm. win against kansas city i said i think it's as big a win as sean mcdermott's had as the head coach of the bills um for personally we all know that but for this team where they are in the yeah. josh allen experience with yeah. this team you can go back to other ones you can say when they finally broke the drought and all those things in 2023, with where they are and where they've been, they needed that so badly. I love the relevance. And, you know, Miami's helped them stay in for the division. So this is what we want. This is what fans want. This is what we're going to get. I think there are some off-the-field distractions, and there can also be self-inflicted wounds. The, yeah. the Von Miller thing is a, is a distraction to some respects, obviously. But the Sean McDermott story, the the attack on his character and all those things. You talked about it when you guys went to Kansas City. I think it did galvanize the team. I, yep. I, I agree. Think when, yeah. when you heard Micah Hyde come out here and say that was a low blow, and he, he talked about it on Friday, that's a low blow for somebody to do that. And like, I'll go to, I'll, I, I'm going to go to bat, or I got Sean McDermott's back every single day of the week and twice on Sunday. That was one of the moments where I was like, oh, this team's going to rally. And, and they did. And it wasn't the prettiest win against Kansas City. I think that, that yeah. that's also a good sign. What have we talked about in here? Okay, the Bills only win if they play their A game. They can't yeah. win with their B game. They pretty much won with their B game. Yeah. That is also a shot or a knock at the Chiefs, but it was a testament to the Bills to pull out an ugly win, I thought says a lot. And I think that helped get some of that. We talked about it on Wednesday, a little bit of that swagger back. I, I, my thing is two, two things. One is we haven't seen this Bills play a complete, really game yet. Yep. I mean, we talk about that Miami game, but we haven't seen that since, you know, Joe Brady has taken over as offensive coordinator. And I like the point you mentioned about this team was able to win ugly. We had some comments after the game, like the Bills shouldn't have won this game. All this <laughs> stuff. I, I hear what people are saying, like the Bills, it really felt like it was just the clock running out and the Chiefs were going to yeah. win all that stuff. But at the same point, a win is a win in the NFL and you can't complain how you get them done. I, I checked with the league. <laughs> there is not a committee that decides who makes it, right? You want pretty. Everybody wants to feel so good about it. it doesn't yeah, put we another... all want pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have it, you, you know. Uh, 
but um, you, you, it doesn't put another point on the board the next week. You can win, you can look great, and then you got to go out and do it again. And some people are saying, I felt better with that Philly game. No, you lost. No matter yeah. how you played, you lost. I, I understand the sentiment. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's December. You got to win football games. You got to win. About? Shout out Tim Graham of The Athletic. He said it best when everybody was calling him that, well, the Bills shouldn't have won because that shouldn't have been a penalty and all these things. And he, his response was, if my grandmother had wheels, she'd be a wagon. <laughs> 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 was, I thought that was the best way of putting it. Uh, You're right. Okay, if this didn't happen. Yeah, if Jake Elliott doesn't hit a 59-yarder, the Bills win. Yeah. But right. he did. It did. And it yeah. was a flag. And so like, we're going back and forth and arguing these things like, when the Bills lose, yeah. they make excuses. Then when they win, people are like, well, they still barely won. They won. Sean McDermott, and yeah. that was the thing. And I tweeted out after the game, love him or hate him, want him fired or not. Sean McDermott did it. Yeah. They had always been the knock. His defense crumbles in big moments late in games. Yeah. They didn't. They blitzed the crap out of uh, out of Patrick Mahomes, and it worked. It worked. Yeah. And by the way, I just want to ask you, Jenna, am I okay lined up like this, or am I too far <laughs> forward? Is somebody going to throw a flag? Stop the whining. You know, stop the whining is what I tell everybody. The Bills got a break there. They did. They got a break because the Chiefs made a big mistake. A stupid, simple mistake. <laughs> it really is. The week before or two weeks before when they lost to the Eagles, guy just dropped a pass. Guess what? That's happened to the Bills, too. That's the NFL. And you guys have to make plays. The Bills took advantage of it. And by the way, even after that play and the penalty, they still had a chance. Yeah. And 15, yeah. And they yeah. were almost at midfield. And right. Like, yeah, I think it was poetic justice, though, for Sean McDermott's defense to come up in that yep. moment and to have it, it all come together the way it did. You, to, to see McDermott and his hands oh, get thrown up in the air, and then and then he exhales. And then, yeah, and then it's that moment of like, we did it, we did it. Like, and again, I, Sean is aware enough to know that his defense has failed. And the, guess what? Of course, in three games this year, the Bills had leads in the final minute of three games and lost them. Yeah, it looked like they could be heading to another one, and they didn't. And, and to, to get the test, and to see Micah Hyde's arm around him at, on the sidelines, and, and you got so many shots of him coming off the field, yeah. like, man, that just felt like a win that yeah. rallies a team. And three and nine-tenths of those games were losses because I'm going to throw the Giants game in there. Yes. They basically yeah. blew that game, they and got, got yeah. and they got bailed out a little bit at the end of that one. So. Yeah, the defense needed that. The Mac Jones game is going to be burned into everybody's memory. Mm -hmm. But when they needed it, love the play calls. Look, yeah. he was aggressive, and it had worked against Mahomes, and it really did. So they got a break, take advantage of it, move on, and now look to try to continue it. It did make me laugh, though, when people were like, they didn't, they didn't look good enough. I'm just like, okay, I hear you. There are things that could be cleaned up. The offense could really sputtered in the second half, but also a win is a win is a win in December. So take it, move on, Amazing. and keep it going. Yeah, imagine if that game would have ended that way. We would have had to name something else. I yeah. have been to too many named Bills losses <laughs> in my career. Yeah. They're all you know lined up. This would have been some sort of a throwback Kelsey. I'm sure Taylor Swift's name would have been attached uh, to yeah. it somewhere. Yeah. And instead, you know what it is? It's the other team that did something dumb and it cost them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, look, clean it up, but they will take it eight days a week like with a, a win like that. A little poetic justice yep. for Sean McDermott. All right, let's talk about this uh, Cowboys matchup <sighs> because obviously this is a team the Bills really don't see often. They saw them on Thanksgiving in Dallas. That was, what, 2019? Last time they were in Buffalo was back in 2015, Mike. Horrible game. 
like nothing awful game that was. How many? Five? Yeah, it was Rex. The Cowboys were bad that year. I think they only won like four or five games, yeah. something like that. And then before that was the crazy five interception Tony Romo game yeah. where T.O. makes a catch and they end up beating the Bills at the end. I, I think Romo might be the only guy to ever throw five interceptions and win. In I was say, I was like, I, yeah. I know someone else who's thrown. Yes, <laughs> but it was five interceptions and they won. So you're right. They don't see this team very often. And it's a really good team. They are. I mean, Dan, they have playmakers all over the place. Let's start with the offensive side of the ball, but also yep. just like, I know we joke and we constantly quote LaShawn McCoy saying that Dak Prescott is ass because it's just, <laughs> it's phenomenal, it's the best. but he is playing an MVP caliber season this year. Dak is ass. Like that's just <laughs> an all time. It's, it's where McCoy's Philly comes out. It's just so good. <laughs> and, and also the fact that Dak, Dak Prescott is, is, is right now the favorite oh, yeah. to win the MVP. Like, yeah, I think we talked about it a little bit up on Wednesday, like for everybody that counted out Dallas last year, mm -hmm. that this team chokes, they can't get into like, look at all the, look at all the ways they fail. They find new ways to lose. McCarthy's a laughing stock of the league. Dak can't win the big one. Like can't even get to playoffs. All these things. They have used that as motivation. Yeah. They got dogs on both. They got dudes on both sides of the ball, as well as like I said, talking about offensively. They can run the ball with Tony Pollard. CeeDee Lamb is a true number one wide receiver, probably yeah. top five in the league this year. And Dak, as I said, is playing at an MVP caliber level. Yeah, he is. And, it's and McCarthy's doing a phenomenal well, that's job. That's what he, I was going to say. McCarthy confident. gets laughed at by a lot of people. He has a resume of a Super Bowl champion, Yep. right? And then a lot of missteps. And then last year, you know, they can't beat the Niners. They, they've lost playoff games. And you got the feeling like, he might have been at the end. I just remember us being, all of us, the Bills season comes to an end against Cincinnati at home. And we're at Chili's. And we're yes. watching the, the Niners-Cowboys game. And Ezekiel Elliott is snapping the ball to Dak as he's the only guy that's oh, like, oh, that was oh my so gosh, bad. I forgot about that. Yeah. We're sitting there eating endless, bottomless chips and salsa. And had about and 12 the highlight coronas. of the game. And, yeah. and, and they're like, this is some kind of smart trick play. What are they going to do? And, and Elliott gets pancaked. That was so bad. So bad. I forgot about that. But they've bounced back. Oh, and absolutely. Give them credit. They are and playing very good football so right now. But, you know, I will say for people to talk about who needs this game more. It's just a funny thing that yeah. said, look, the bills need every win because Correct. they're on the outside looking in and Dallas has 10 wins, but Dallas is in the NFC. So they have a legitimate shot, certainly to win the NFC East. They have a legitimate shot to still become the one seed though. They'd have to beat out San Francisco yeah. or pretty easily. I know this sounds strange. They could win the rest of their games and be the five seed. Correct. That's crazy. Yeah, because really if, if the Eagles were to win the rest and Dallas wins the rest, the Eagles win the division and yeah. they're the one or the two. So Dallas needs this. They are lethal at home. Mm -hmm. They get Seven games at home. They could be in this. Not that they couldn't do it on the road, but that's been the thing. They've been great, great at home and vulnerable. Yeah. What was that road. look for? I, was, I just, I'm not math. good at math. Math. She was. I'm she not was thinking, good at math. She was thinking seven and zero oh and three and three. Yeah. And adding how that. Well, I was like up. three. Uh, yeah. yeah. I didn't mean to take away from the point. If I you just remember, saw smoke coming out of your head. <laughs> well, they started the year, <laughs> in when we were in uh, Jersey for the game, they had played the night before against the Giants and beat them forty, 40 to nothing. nothing. Yeah. Rest of their time on the road has been. You know, they got a few wins, but they've had some tough games. They lost to Arizona, like. They have not been as good, but if they can get them at home now this week, they got to be in Orchard Park. We'll see how much that changes things. Which 
I think Dan Fates should apologize to people because when we looked at the forecast earlier on this week, it said, you know, clear skies going to be a, a high of like 49. And now since Dan is going to be on the field. Yeah. God realized that Dan was shooting the game. He's bringing the weather in or he or she is bringing the weather in. I want to be accurate. Just so stupid. For those of you that don't know the backstory, um, I gen generally speaking, get great weather games. I had the game last week and, Weather was great. Kansas, beautiful. I didn't even need the hand warmers. Wow. wow. Dan shoots the games and it's locusts are the next thing. Like we get <laughs> all kinds of storms and snow and yeah. Yeah. But in this case, I think Bill's fans might want there to be some weather. I agree. Yeah. And if, it, if it is showers, looks like kind of windy. Uh, yeah. Forecast I think the as, wind is the biggest thing. Yeah. Yep. At that, as we're forecasting this or podcasting this <laughs> on Thursday. Forecasting in a podcast. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think they want it to be a little ugly. Yeah. I, I think you want to try and muck this game up. Yeah. That kind of thing. Like, I think you want this to become a physical ground and pound game because, hey, guess what? Bills have run the ball pretty well. Yeah. They I, have. That, yeah. I think that's really going to be the key. And also, how do you, how do you beat a team with finesse? It's obviously adding the physicality element. And being able to go physical and see what yeah. the offense would be able to do. But you mentioned the run game. James Cook, he's been playing pretty well. This is going to be a big opportunity for him to see how he can continue to add on top of that. Because the Bills are going to need him out there. Yeah. Well, you made the good point in the beginning. We talk about their offense and Dak. And Lamb, it's funny. I, I don't know why he's with the Dallas Cowboys. But he doesn't seem to get that. Because he was drafted by them. Because he was drafted by them? You said you, you don't know why he's with the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm saying is he is a the top. The worst. The worst. <laughs> is, is he? This year, he's a top what? Five. Three, well, he's. I think he's even higher than that this year. Jefferson's been hurt. Yeah. Diggs is slumped in the second half. Yeah. Chase has been hurt. Like, A.J. Brown got off to a great start and is slumped. CeeDee Lamb has been, uh, you can make an argument for him being the best wide receiver in the league this year, uh, except for Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I mean, Hill has Tyree been number Hill one. Is, yeah. I mean, incredible. Hill, Brown. Yeah, okay. but, yeah, but Lamb is right there, and he just makes play after play for them. Yeah. And, you know, they've got Brandon Cooks, who's a pro, who can run. Ferguson has been a really a revelation for them at tight end. You know, Dallas yes. has always wanted to do that. Yeah. And you mentioned Pollard and also they can move the ball. Dak's been really good last year. I think it was last year. He led the league in interceptions and that's not who Dak has been. He's not been a big turnover guy yeah. this year. He's turned that around and decision-making. Yes. Decision-making. He seems very good. confident. And he you does can see that kind of into the rest oh, of the I'm team. Sorry. And their O-line has been fantastic. Well, yeah, yeah. that certainly yeah. helps as well. The Tyron Matthew wears a knee guard. Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith, sorry, yeah. as his elbow guard. Like what would fit on a normal person's <laughs> yeah. leg fits on his arm. I was just thinking of Tyron like, Matthew playing like offensive he's, tackle. <laughs> that he's would like, be so hard. My, my joke didn't land, and no. I'm just so rattled. I'm going to sit a play out or two. Okay. <laughs> wow. Jenna, awareness. Take advantage. Awareness. Yeah. <laughs> In okay, this so economy? Anyway, what I was saying, oh, okay, that was, that was, <laughs> what I was, saying, that anyway, was so short-lived. Yeah. You talk so about CeeDee Lamb and, and the threat, and they also have Brandon Cooks, and, and yeah. they, have, they have other pieces around it. The Bills, for the most part, even with the injuries to their secondary, and Micah Hyde's a big one that we still don't know about. It's assuming that he's not going to play. Doesn't he hasn't look practiced. Yeah. Sean yeah. McDermott went with week-to-week -week instead of day-to-day. Day-to-day -day. Yeah. Day -day usually means he's got a shot. Week-to-week -week seems like it's not. Um, 
they've been pretty good at holding number one wide receivers. Yeah. Not to massive games. Philly's kind of a weird exception because of the weather. I don't know how much that affected it, but yeah. like, and that weather was awful. That weather was 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 really bad because I was there. Yeah, Dan um, was. He was on the field. But like, there. there was a lot of times this season where they have played good wide receivers, top you know top twenty wide right. receivers, and they've had a lot of like five catches, five or six catches for like sixty yards or in touchdown. Yeah, like, Chase did not have a big game. Chase against didn't him. have a big game. AJ Brown didn't. Now Devonta Smith had. Was was solid. He yeah. was he was their number one, you know, target. But like they've held Garrett Wilson in check. I know he made the touchdown catch against, you know, Trey White. Trey, yeah. But like again, he was Zach Wilson. I, I understand all that stuff. But Cortland Sutton really didn't do anything. Um, Mike Evans really didn't have a big day. Like even going back to Devontae Adams, like they have done a pretty good job yeah, I'm with of you. holding number that's, one wide receiver. That's a fair point. I, that's not saying that Brandon Cooks or, or Ferguson couldn't go off, but they've done a really good job for the most part. And like I said, you can't take away everybody. Like, yeah, somebody's yeah. going to have a, a day like to perform. Like you said, Smith in the Philly game, like he was the guy, but I think it's, you got to take away CeeDee Lamb. Like you yeah. can't let him go off. If, if Brandon Cooks beats you, he beats you. And but Lamb don't is let Lamb... so good. He's a good route runner. He runs in the slot. He gets himself open. He's got Yards speed down the, the field. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's a heck of a player. And Dak looks for him. But again, they have other options. And you're right about McCarthy. That offense has really come around this year and they move the ball very well. And they protect Dak, and he's not making mistakes, so they're tough to stop. Points Point, per game, the last six forty point two. Yeah, the last five. Is that good? Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of points. Yeah, I am curious to see what it'll be like for this team to be on the road. Like we talk about them being three and three on the road. This is also now you add in the weather element. They've been at home the last three weeks. Yeah, so they've had a lot of consistency in terms of that. This is going to be. I mean, we kind of talked earlier on about no team wants to see the Bills if they were to get to the playoffs because of how you know they can put it together having Josh Allen, all these things. I think it's going to be a huge test for Dallas, and I mean, obviously it is for Buffalo too. But we talked kind of about you know what we expect to see when the Cowboys have the ball, but in terms of when the Bills have the ball. We mentioned it in the post-game podcast about Stefan Diggs and about Gabe Davis. And Dan, I mean, we know the caliber of player that Stefan Diggs is. We've seen that year in and year out. But really, these last five games, he has really struggled. And the offense has still been pretty good, which is, yes. a, which is a big credit. I think that can be true, but also to put together the postseason run that Absolutely. you want to have, you need to have him be you concerned at all? Like it's a different coordinator, everything, yeah. but second half of last year, Diggs' production went down. And and again, we know he's a great player. It's not just targets. What did he have? Eleven targets last week? Yeah. He's had some drops. He yep. had drops behind the line of scrimmage. I think he's pressing a little. And I don't know if he would really admit that, but he appears to be pressing a little bit. I agree he's pressing. And I'll say that because early on in that game, there was like a third and four and he caught a little swing pass yeah. and Diggs is not a guy to take contact. Oh, oh he, okay. He added contact. Yeah. He put his shoulder into the guy's face mask and, America, and pushed him three yards down the field. Yeah. Like, that was one of those moments that grabs your attention for the whole sideline. Yeah. Like, like to me, that was a, a big moment of like, oh, Diggs means business. Yeah. What, 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 what do you think he was saying when he was throwing that guy down? Tons of nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that that was one. Of the Stay things. off my Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the ones where I was like, "You just thought I'm gonna buck up, buddy." Like that yeah. was it. Yeah. He just that was the one to meet. So I still think, angry. If you he, want, he, if you yeah. want fun, yes. go to your local ice cream. That's shop. right. I I thought that was was a time moment because you're right. He has had some drops where I've gone. That's 
That's unlike even the contested ones where mm-hmm. it's like Diggs makes that play. The one right before the two minute warning. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. And everybody's blaming whether it's Brady, McDermott, whatever, for the way they ran the ball or threw the ball at that. But that first play was a simple little dump off to Diggs. It's a run. Yeah. It's a run and it's he a dropped run. the ball. Massive. And that puts you in a spot. But but regardless, at any moment, the guy can guy can be back. I'm not a McDermott apologist. I want that on the record again. He's not the one that mismanaged the clock there. He's not calling the plays. That's Joe Brady mismanaging the clock. It is, but I do think there are times the head coach could step in and say, I I don't think Sean's I don't think guy. you should. I think that says a lot, though, if you don't trust your guy. It's not about trusting. I do think there's an idea of saying, first of all, they needed a touchdown there. Correct. Yeah. They took the field goal, yeah. but also, it ended up not working out the way they wanted. For everybody that is upset for the longest time about Sean McDermott being too conservative. conservative. Yeah. I know. Joe Brady then takes the shot in the end zone. He talked about it on Monday. We wanted to score a touchdown. And they we, were in field yeah. goal range. And we were already yeah. field, He goes, we wanted to score a touchdown. Unfortunately, two plays took off six seconds, and it was yeah. before the two-minute warning. But everyone's like, you're mismanaging the clock. Could you imagine if they just kneeled it two times? Like, what are they doing? Score <laughs> what a touchdown. If they, like, what, what if are you they doing? just ran it? Dallas calls time or Dallas um, Kansas City calls timeout. Then it goes to the two minute warning third and long. You throw it incomplete and you'd be like, well, you mismanaged the clock Yeah, is so, what it is. But I think there, they, like, they was, looked it, at the, the I'm clock sorry, was mismanaged. They looked at yes. the pass as a run because they assumed a completion there. because it's, it's basically a, and, yeah. and that really hurt them. That, but it was just one absolutely. of those things. Right? So, so many people being like, now McDermott's mismanaging the game. It's like, there's more to that. Yeah. The, like, like, well, first of all, your number one receiver dropped the ball right in his hand. Yeah. But so. and then he took I a feel shot. Like you see those moments more often lately. Like before it'd be like, all right, Stefan Diggs is getting the ball. This is an automatic catch, yep. automatic first down, whatever. Big clutch moments. I expect it to be Diggs. Now we talked about it. Deontay Hardy having that big catch on third down. Right, like, he's the go-to guy now. You joke. Hardy. You joke. But unbelievable. It it does. Well, there it is a helps level, when somebody does that for you, right? Yeah, but it also is a level of concern where the guy that you expect to do, be doing that is not the one doing that. Yeah. yeah. I I, I, I think then, it's pressing a little bit too much. I think it's wanting to do... Too much? Yeah. It, it's not doing your 111. It's running your out, catch the ball. It's, hey, I'm going to catch it, and then I want to break a tackle, and then I want to go. It's oh, like, and by yeah. the way, if anybody nationally who doesn't pay attention to the Bills, they're all subscribers of Buffalo Plus... Uh, Stefan Diggs was fully engaged in that game. Whatever happened in there, absolutely going off the field with with Allen, like so when he didn't have when he did not have a big game, Diggs was still all in. When Diggs when Allen scored the touchdown, there's people that would think like, well, Diggs isn't having a game. He's going to sulk. He's going to be on the sidelines. He hasn't done that. He hasn't done that since been in Buffalo. No, and he's not playing the way he can play. Absolutely. So think about what they can do. When they get the real digs back and maybe yep. it's this week, even though it's against a really good defense. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying like, you know what digs can be, but you know what you need him to be down yep. the stretch. And maybe this is the week where he puts it all back together, but it's, it's challenging because digs hasn't really been himself. And then you talk about Gabe Davis and he had what? No, no catch two, two, two targets. targets. No Should have had one at the end of the game. He was wide open. So wide open. I, I don't know. Did anybody ask Josh that? I, we didn't even ask him so. after the game. I don't think I don't so remember. because it was mostly. But it was, it like was so yeah. wide open. He just, he obviously didn't see him because, uh, you know, even they were, I mean, he would have walked in the end zone. It was an, it would have been a touch, easy touchdown and it yeah. didn't happen on that play. But it's really, Diggs drives the whole thing. Yep. And if they get him going, it's different. Now, with their defense, 
Um, the game's on television, so Gilmore will be happy because he's in the secondary for and he's played pretty well for them. He has. Yeah. He certainly has. He has. His family will be watching, which is good. So he gets to play. I don't think it's that egregious what he said when he no, left. Buffalo. I know, but it's funny that he said it. No. I know. First I just, of all, I feel you like... make millions, buy him the Sunday ticket so they can see every game anyhow. So are we really worried about that? But it was funny. The Bills deserve shots back then. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's fair. He wanted to go. And they don't have um, Steph's brother, brother playing. Trayvon Diggs. Yes. Yeah. Will he be <gasps> tweeting during the game? Will Aiden be there, his son? I'm sure. Oh, I'm my sure. gosh. Yeah. He's so cute. Yeah. But they do have uh, what's uh, Deron Bland, who has got what? Six, six pick, pick sixes. sixes. Which, is in, which is insane. And they also have uh, Mike Parsons. Yeah. Which, Dan, he's pretty good. He's a freak. He is. <laughs> Deion Dawkins called him Himothy times two. Yeah. yeah he's, he's insane. Um, and Joe Brady, I thought, had the best story. Like, he talked about him. He knew him. He was at Penn State mm. when Parsons was coming in as the number one pass rusher in the country. Right. And they went into fall camp. And he said, I just want to, I want to be a wide receiver. And he said he was the best wide receiver at camp. Like, That's insane. Yeah, and when he first came to Dallas, that shouldn't be allowed. I don't think they thought of him as a pass rusher. I think they expected him to play more as a standard linebacker, and Correct. they turned him into a version of Lawrence Taylor, just going yeah. after. Now, where teams have had success, or at least limiting him, is basically to run at him, run at him. Yeah, because the same thing you do with Aaron sometimes Donald, it's, they it's, don't block him yep. initially. Run at him, yeah. bring the blocker over. Mm -hmm. Got to be able to run the ball to try to neutralize him a little bit. But you do. He is the rare guy. There's a few of them around the league where you're looking. Josh yeah. is going to be looking for 11 yeah. all the time. So, And the other thing I wanted to say was, because um, I'm trying to pull up our subscriber extraordinaire and my, um, this, what would we call my internet uncle, Orlovsky. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. It's like, where are we going? My fashion this? stylist. Yes. A way to beat this um, Dallas defense also. Oh, is it to run the ball? No, it's not. It's to do pre-snap motion, which is something oh. that Joe Brady has brought in a ton of. And for everybody that thought Ken Dorsey was the scapegoat, <laughs> the offense looks pretty good. And they're they're motioning a ton more. It's I saw that Dorsey was the scapegoat on my Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> <laughs> I was pandering while I was uh, yeah. following along. So when the Cowboys defense faced no pre-snap motion, quarterbacks have a 36 QBR against them. That's fourth best in the NFL. Okay. When they see pre-step motion, opposing quarterbacks QBR goes up to 57, mm -hmm. and that's 20th in the, in defensively. Pre-step motion them to death. Yeah. And that was something, again, that, that we saw. It, it was the first game against the Jets. The Bills had pre-step motion on like 60% of their plays. It was unlike anything they have done since 2019 with Brian Dable. Like, these are things. I was wrong. Whoa. Whoa. Did you hear that? I, yeah, I, it just went right by me. Yeah. I didn't know how much Joe Brady could change this offense. He's made a big change. And the way you always talk about play action working, whether you can run it or not. It doesn't matter. Uh, motion works. It's Trent Shurfield going in motion. Yeah. They had, it was. um the, the, the cook play. Well, the cook play. Also, it was the other play. They, they showed it, uh, Orlovsky, on his tweet. It was Reggie Gilliam going in motion. Right. Like, it doesn't matter. People are moving around. It's like they're you looking to go, shiny object yeah, is going. Eye candy. Like, where, yeah. where, where is this going? It's pre-step motion with a purpose, as Orlovsky says. Sean McDermott doesn't want to just run people to run them. Like, you're not trying yeah. to tire out your own guys. 
And Joe Brady has done a phenomenal job. It helps dictate things. It helps Josh get to see, okay, he's going with him. We're in man. They're not going with him. Okay, it's in zone. Now you have what we always said. You didn't have, it looked like this offense didn't have the answers to what defenses were proposing to them yeah. and what they were doing. Now Josh knows, okay, if it's in zone, I know I have, this is my answer. If it's man, I know I have this. That's the biggest difference that I've seen over the last three weeks. That is something that Ken Dorsey didn't have answers for going back to last season. This offense looks different, not only just because of energy, but because of execution and what they're doing coordinating it. Jenna, I also wanted to add one thing. I know a lot of people get frustrated that James Cook isn't on the field as many times as they want yeah. because they do not trust him at all in any pass blocking, pass protection of Josh. And so you say, how do you get James Cook on the field more? The offensive line's got to be better. Better when pressure comes. And Dallas will bring pressure in different ways. They will move Parsons around. And what happens is Sunday against Kansas City, they brought pressure from all over. They bring yeah. it on all different downs. And I don't think they trust a back in those circumstances. Sure. They trust Murray because they need. And, and even he got one play. Guy. Oh, he got lit up lit on that up. play. Yeah. But that's so. So if you want to see more of Cook, let this offensive line be ready for the pressure. And that's on them a little bit, too. Yeah. They have certain keys they have to go with when pressures come in at different spots. Yeah. And they bring it in different ways. And Dallas will do that. But if you handle that pressure better, you can get Cook on the field more. And I think, honestly, I'd split him out. I'd have him all over the place. He's there. He's a weapon. Honestly, I'd say right now, I, I'd say you could argue that he's he's their second best weapon behind Diggs. Kincaid is good. Yeah. A little banged up. Yeah, I'm curious if that will affect him yeah. on Sunday. But yep. yeah, I, I agree. And it's been fun to watch the maturation yep. process of Cook and what he has meant to this offense as well. But yeah, you talk about that pass protection. You yep. can tell that they need Murray in there. And that goes to show you that James Cook wouldn't cut it in terms of that situation. I don't think they so. had him in pass protection the entire game. Every time yeah. he was there, he was out. And by the way, you had a great shot, Jenna did, of James Cook doing the somersault. Oh my gosh. The so our friend and curmudgeon himself Sal Mayorana <laughs> just went off when I was on a radio show with him. Amazing. I hated that play. He's going to get hurt doing that. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you think the guy who's going to get hit by a 290-pound yeah. defensive lineman is worried about doing a little flip with nobody there in the end zone? I'm not going to lie, though. I thought if I were to do that, my back would literally explode. You're not James Cook. No, I know. Okay. When I saw him go up, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a hard fall. You know what else is a really good weapon? Josh Allen running the football. Well, and, and they have done that more. Minus when he takes knees and goes back two yards yeah, and it then costs does it. Bet. Okay, I'm a little concerned though. He loves the when oh, he's yeah. been doing that a lot. I'm like, that could uh, chucking the ball. Yeah, I don't love that. Dallas plays a lot of man. When teams play man coverage, they turn their back. They turn mm -hmm. their back. That is when he will have an opportunity to yep. go. I think. He's got to take advantage of those. He's been when he I mean, he was running all over the place to at least get open and, you know, go to the sidelines and weeks one, throw one, it to, weeks yeah. one through 10 with Ken Dorsey as the offensive coordinator. They were Josh Allen had 4.8 rushing attempts per game. These last three games with uh, Joe Brady, eight rushing attempts per game. The philosophy hasn't changed, Sean McDermott said, but Joe, he said that Joe Brady has embraced Josh running the ball. And he also said, we're getting to the time of the year where it's like anything goes, uh, yeah. you got to do it. So, so. As much as I would love to take another shot at Ken Dorsey, I will give some of this as it's desperate times. It's and as December. You, and yeah, as you said, you like win. desperate. You're not desperate until you're you're desperate. And when Josh has run the ball, 
he's been pretty smart about yep. the way he's run. He has. Right. Yeah. The, the, dump the I ball. Just, You're yeah. doing great, sweetie. Yeah. 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 Just. Here's the thing, by the way, Josh, sometimes when you're on third and eight and they've got you hauled in, just, just fall down yeah. and take the sack. He threw that one. They called him down, which I was a little yeah. bit surprised. In the grasp or In whatever. the grasp. And I'm like. Is it grass or grasp? Grasp. With a P. Okay. Is it in the grass? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, but I'm saying is when the play doesn't, which when I say it doesn't word. matter, it costs you a few yards. But seriously, don't go, don't go doing that. Yeah, I just, I so think sometimes, I think, I think sometimes in some moments it's like okay, but I felt like he was doing that a lot. A lot. I was like, he was, Joshy, don't be doing yeah, that. Yeah, that, the line, line's got to be really aware to protect him in yeah. this game. Uh, agreed. I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be, I think, a very fun game. Yep. Huge impl implications. Listen to me. Implications for both teams. Oh, your teeth were gonna fall out. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> uh, for both teams, I think, and this is what you want, right? This is what you want. Yeah. In yeah. December, yeah. relevant games, and that's why if they would have, if they would have lost on Sunday, this would have been, you know, they still have a chance. Like this way, no, no, they're in it. They are in it. Yeah. Both teams coming off very emotional wins. The difference is one team packs up, goes on the road. The other one is at home, you know, in, in a massive spot, which they talked about that this, these are the, when we looked at the schedule, these were the games. Yep. These are the games. So we'll see how it goes. Maybe the weather will shut up. <laughs> hey, the plus is Bill's mafia. Dan is shooting the game. So the weather's going to be lousy. Yeah. We know it. You want to so, shoot the game? No. <laughs> Jenna will be joining me in the elite press box. In the press box. Yes. I got to plan my outfit. I got so much to do, outfit. Dan. You know what she's planning on? How early in the second quarter she can get lunch. Well, at that point, it's like dinner. I eat dinner we'll really early. Wegmans on the way home. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> You're going to be exhausted I, in the press box listening to Mike talk to you. Okay, low key, though. <laughs> you don't. You don't ever stop talking. <laughs> I'm hurt now. Dan, help me all out right. here. No, it's Hold all on. you. It's Hold all on. you, Jenna. Hold on. I'm at a table with Dan Fates. I know, but during the game, you're like, oh, Jenna, did you see that? They can't be doing that. I'm I like, I know. I love it when she <laughs> Sir, did. I'm watching a tremendous <laughs> game going on in front and of me. And then you're like, you're at Wendy's, sir. So. <laughs> Like, did you see that? Yeah, I'm just, staring right at it. I just have so much to say. <laughs> you always do. <laughs> Man, I wish. Come I on, Dan. She's useless. <laughs> <laughs> not Jenna. That's so, not about me. There are moments. And, and, but... <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that is that is fair. That'll be another podcast that we'll do with sauces <sighs> that say that talk about that story. Yeah, there's a lot of stories. Oh, yeah, yeah that a... was it. Was in Houston. That was Houston. Game. Yeah, playoff game. Oh yeah, couldn't find a sports bar. We found told everyone. We found a version of a sports <laughs> we, bar. Found a lot of other things. We told everyone about your coffee story, right? Yeah. 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 Nope. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, they didn't put the lid on properly. I could make oh. every excuse. <laughs> Did he get a scone with it? No, no, no scone. I think that's what threw me off. I needed the scone back. He was he was carrying the camera. Oh, believe me, somebody in security there. Is watching that on a loop, getting the biggest <laughs> kick. It's Kevin with the chili. <laughs> it's a le it's legitimately what I thought of. That's oh, what no. it looked like. Okay. It was brutal. <laughs> Are no. you okay? Nope. I was like, oh my god. 
I thought you were I don't like, believe, I think your tone is a little off. It was, nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was. And then you sat there and giggled like there was something wrong with you. I did. I was at an empty gate by myself. Just <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Mike burned himself. I asked you if you burned yourself. No, and you said I didn't. no. That was fine. That's why it was, it was okay to laugh. It was fine. It was funny. It was funny. I wish, I wish we got could get the security tape. Yeah. From Watch the all 22 of that one. <laughs> you can see right here. <laughs> this is where the missteps are the coast flying. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, all right. Please be sure to Einstein like Einstein Bagels, by the way, is where we were. Yeah. It's their fault. It's the not lids. their fault. Worry about their lids. It was legitimately the <laughs> the lid was fine. The breakfast rush. Yeah. They were fine. Jeez. That was you. That was me. It's all, all your right, fault. I'm done talking now. Okay. Are you done? Bull. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh please be sure to comment in what you <laughs> I said like already. Just change up. <laughs> Please be sure to like, comment what your expectations are for this game, and please subscribe to the Buffalo Plus. That's like Plus. false start. That's gonna, we're going to be lined up off sides like we played for the <laughs> Chiefs. Like, go with the, what we said. Please like, make sure. I already said. I had already said like. It's you've like made four it this times. Far, if you've made it this far in the podcast, we're going to put the outtakes from the beginning of the podcast at the end here, <laughs> and you're going to get a treat. I, uh, should we do that? <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, I think we are doing that. <laughs> okay. I uh, edit everything. So that's yeah, true. <laughs> All right, please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. We always appreciate it. It's going to be one of these. Nope. 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 <laughs> Wait, what was that? Did that change the voice? Hello? Hello? Yep, I'm back. I'm, okay. That was mine. <laughs> there we go. Man. Okay, that's a bit much. Is it going to stop? You got to hit the button. Okay, yeah. All right. Technical wizard. All right. Thanks for watching. <laughs> this is exhausting. Uh, for Dan and Mike, I'm Jenna. We'll catch you next time here on Buffalo Plus, presented by Connors and Ferris. Woo-hoo. Oh, dang it. <laughs>